Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Pure coffee nectar, that's what's been missing. Missing in your instant coffee, you instant chase and Sanborn has pure coffee nectar. The pure coffee nectar. This is the richness that's been lost from instant coffees. But new instant chase and Sanborn captures pure coffee nectar in every flavor crystal. Get new instant chase and Sanborn. After I get back to the office, Crenshaw wanted to see me. Uh-huh. And Effie, don't you want some applesauce? Oh, yes. Goodness, thank you. Yes, yeah, so, as I said, Crenshaw called me into his office, see, and he said... Applesauce? I... You want some applesauce? Uh, no, I, no, I don't want... I had to... Anyhow, Crenshaw said, eh, well, Piper, I... I... Let's see. Take your elbows off the table and sit up straight. Will you speak to her, dear? Speak to her. Take your elbows off the table and sit up straight. Why did I get the dinkiest pork chop? There are more in the kitchen. You never eat what I do give you. Somebody ought to finish up the string beans. No sense saving a dab like that. More milk. More milk what? More milk, Mommy. More milk, please. More milk, please. <laughs> I'll get it. You sit still here. Why, dear. Well, I'm sorry. It's the only way I can get the floor. Well, of course, I forgot what I was going to say now. But anyhow, I do want to remind you that after dishes are done, we are going to start our music appreciation. What? Well, I mentioned it at breakfast, my dear. I know, but I didn't think you meant tonight. Honey, why don't we put it off? Because Annette wants to We have been putting it off for nine years, for Pete's sake. Betsy is nine years old. We wanted her to grow up appreciating good music. Now that I have this excellent stereo so that the children, as well as all of us, can get the full effect of all the wonderful symphonies... You mean all that awful stuff you play? There. Now, you hear that? That is what I mean. And it's all our fault. It's our own fault. We're not going to make that mistake with Bobby. Now, I'm telling you. Now, I want everyone in the living room at 7 o'clock sharp. All right, dear. <laughs> All right, now, come on. Come on, everybody. Well, 
Where in blazes is everybody? Well, darling, I had to finish the dishes, but I'm through now. Aunt Effie went upstairs. She said she'd be right down. Oh, well, where's Betsy? I, I went outside and I yelled for her. And... She went down to Susie's to tell her she couldn't come down. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, kids, look, she couldn't use the phone to call Susie no, and tell dear, her. No, that... you were using it, so she had to go down there. Uh... Anyhow, she promised to be back by seven. Don't worry, she'll be here. I told her how important her daddy thought it was that she began to appreciate good music. Well, don't you think it is? Yes, dear, I do. Well... But somehow, when we try music evenings or. Like last year, we were going to study languages. Somehow it always fizzles out. That is because we just don't follow through. Probably my fault more than anybody else's. I just get worn out trying to round up everybody. (laughs) I know. Aunt Effie! Yes, dear. Be right down. I'm just finishing this letter to Alvin. (laughs) You see what I mean? Now, where's Bobby? Bobby, he was sitting right here not a half a minute ago in the middle of the living room playing with the blocks. All right, just lower your butt. Bobby! He's up here with me. Oh, well, look, come on, will you? Both of you, come on down. Of course, I don't think Bobby will get much out of a symphony, dear. Oh, Bobby likes music. He really does. And look, he will absorb the various things we play so that when he grows up, he'll remember and recognize them. Yes, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think I should phone Betsy, his Elwin. No, no, look, look, Effie and Bobby aren't down here anyhow. What is that? What? I better turn on the outside lights for Betsy. Now it's gotten dark. Now, what is what? What is this enormous yellow plastic dishpan sitting on the floor filled with water? Well, what is it? Oh, Aunt Effie bought that today. It's for her feet. For why? She's going to soak her feet. Soak her feet? Yes, she said she had to soak her feet tonight or she'd never get into her good shoes tomorrow for Myra's luncheon. What isn't... Soaking one's feet, something one does in privacy? You absolutely insisted that she be here with us for this music appreciation hour. That's why I said, did we have to do it tonight? Because poor Aunt Effie said her feet were killing her. And I feel guilty because she stood all day ironing our clothes. Why didn't she sit down to iron? Well, said she can't iron sitting down. I suggested it. So, since she was doing something for us, just, just ignore it. I will try, but it's certainly hard on one's aesthetic sensibilities to enjoy the beauty of a Brahms symphony while somebody's paddling their bare feet in a bright yellow tub. (laughs) It's all in the family, anyhow, and I don't think Aunt Effie would do it at Carnegie Hall. She might! Aunt Effie, anything is possible, I'm telling you. She might even do it at Carnegie (laughs) Hall. Oh, boy, we're off to a great start. Look, nobody here. Well, we are... What'd you plan to put on tonight, dear? Play. Ah, well, if they ever get here. I, I thought we would do Brahms. Brahms. Yeah, Symphony Number no. 1 in C minor. Mm-hmm, very nice. Yeah, and nice. I thought we'd read a little bit about his life, you know, on the back of the album here, then something about the symphony itself. Mm-hmm. And so. There isn't anything on there about Brahms, that other man's wife, is there? I mean, I don't think the children, you know, should do. What are you good. talking about? Didn't Brahms go to visit some famous composer and fall in love with that man's wife? Oh, 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 you're, well, you're thinking of Robert Schumann. I mean, Brahms knew them very well. Yeah, I mean, Clara Schumann, you see, was a brilliant pianist. And she and Brahms fell in love. No, they did not. They were just close friends. It was purely platonic. Huh? Now, what do you mean, huh? Well, you know as well as I do, They were Kevin. brilliant artists. Well, I don't think much of a man who is a guest at another man's home and then makes a play for his wife. <laughs> but Pete St. Louis was a hundred years ago. If anything, it was simply colorful and romantic. And Effie! Bobby, come on, will you? I don't know why it's so romantic, just because they've been dead for years and years. It's no different, really, than Mr. Fraley across the street making eyes at that Mrs. Bumgartner. 
Nobody thinks that's very romantic. Mr. Bumgarner is furious, and I personally think she is making a fool of herself. Well, they're not brilliant artists, either. You mean you can do anything you want to do if you're brilliant and famous? No, is I... Is that I, what you think? Well, I certainly but... wouldn't compare Clara Schumann to Mrs. Baumgartner. Oh, oh, here comes Betsy at the driveway. And honey, don't say anything in front of her about, you know, Brahms and Clara Schumann. <laughs> oh, I'll be honest, I love you. What did I say? <laughs> I did... Oh, Didn't Daddy say 7 o'clock sharp? Look, she's here. Now, if we're listening to good music, everybody ought to be in a good mood. I'm sorry, Daddy. I didn't have my watch on. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Now, sit down, sit down. Aunt Effie! Yes, yes. Bobby and I are on our way down right now. No, 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 Betsy. Don't, don't sit over there on the window seat. I'm all right, Daddy. I like it here. How long is this going to last? Betsy, come sit over here by me now. Right now. Right Why? now. Why? Because when you listen to stereophonic sound, which has two speakers, you have to sit back, you know, away from them in the middle to get the full effect. I bet I can hear the music from here. Sit over here. Here. Well, I... Sit over here. Ah, gee, how long is this going to last? I've got homework. Then you should have done it instead of going to Susie's. Right now, we're having music appreciation. Which is homework, too, and something which you will benefit from all your life. Now, Daddy is doing this for you. So you just sit up and you take that look off your face, you hear? Because well, it... Well, here we are. Here we are. Oh, oh, at last, at last. Now, don't anybody leave me. No, we're all oh, here. You can, you, can, you can sit right there, Aunt Effie. Oh, no, no, no. You can have that chair. I'm going to sit over here. Yeah, please, Aunt Effie. Did, will no. you to get the full effect of oh, the no. stereo? Why are you running around your bare feet, Aunt Effie? Hmm? Oh, she's going to soak her feet. Yes, Effie. that's why I want to sit over here. I'll hear the music. Fine. Soak her feet? In the living room? It's all right, Betsy. Gee, you never let me even take it's my... It's all right. Daddy, will you begin, please? Thank you. I just did all right, now, now, please. Tonight, we're all going to listen to the symphony number one in C minor by Johannes Brahms, one of the world's truly great composers. And <laughs> it, it is interesting to note... <laughs> Oh, Bobby, that's for Aunt Effie. Now, somebody better take him. Bobby, come here, dear. Come here. No, no, I want to sail my boat. Look, that is Aunt Effie's footpath. You cannot sail your boat in Aunt... Bobby, now you just stop that. Daddy's going to play music. Oh, let him sail the boat if it'll keep him quiet. Bobby! No, I don't believe in giving in to him, Aunt Effie. It's all right, it's all right. Come on, Bobby. Put your little sailboat back in, but you cannot play with it. Just watch it. That's right. There. Yeah, just watch the He's boat now, dear. Just watch the boat. Now, Daddy's going to play music. Yes. Music, Daddy. Play music. Yes. Yeah. Daddy's going to read something first. Now, now where hurry, was I? Dear. Oh, yes. <laughs> Here, it's interesting to note that of all the symphonies that Brahms composed... <laughs> I'm sorry, Daddy, but the sailboat looks so funny sitting around on Effie's feet. <laughs> it is... It is interesting to note that of the symphonies that Brahms... Daddy, com- play music! Maybe you'd better just, you know, play it. No. Yeah. I am determined to do this the right way. And come, you know what, or high water, I am going... <laughs> well, that figures, that figures. Now, who could that be? Yeah, hi. Oh, it looks like your boss's car out there. Oh. Yes, I can what? see Mr. Cranshaw on the porch and oh. Mrs. Cranshaw. Oh, my heavens, Bessie. Hand me the towel. Greg, grab that pan me. of water. That pan of water and get it out of here. Hurry up. No, 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 it's heavy. I'll get it. I'll what get it. Put oh. on your tie and your coat. I'll get the water. Hurry. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. 
Still lots of mighty good weather for going places, all sorts of places where fall is on display or about to be in most parts of the nation. And when you go, go with radio, the true friend that follows along at a convenient distance, keeping you up with the news of the world, bringing you music and song to make your trip lighthearted. And, of course, when you go with CBS Radio Tuned In, you're going with CBS News at your beck and all current history at your call. One of the big Sunday listening treats at your ear when you go with CBS Radio is Gunsmoke. This coming Sunday's Gunsmoke will pick up with the return of Marshal Dillon to Dodge City after a week away on business. In one week, Dodge has fallen in fear to a fast gunman, giving Dillon the choice of routing him out or knuckling under to the Desperado's fast guns and faster tongue. Listen in when Gunsmoke brings you another thrilling yarn of the Old West and the program that still leads the rest for action. Gunsmoke, Sundays on CBS Radio. Well, one thing, your boss and his wife didn't stay too long, did they, Daddy? <laughs> Betsy, will you get out of the way while we try to mop up the water? Aunt Effie, there's some more dry claws in the bottom drawer. Do you think Mrs. Crenshaw was mad, Daddy? Betsy, why don't you go up to your room and do your homework? I don't want to miss anything. Well, I trust the thrilling part of the evening is over. You shouldn't be kneeling down on this soggy carpet, dear. That's your, that's your good suit. Honey, dear, I'll mop up. Now, what does it matter now? What does anything matter? Why didn't Mrs. Crenshaw want to take off her wet clothes and put on something of yours, Mommy? Like you said she could? I don't know, Betsy. Go up and do your homework, please. Do you think Mrs. Crenshaw was really mad about it, Daddy? She looked mad, even if she did smile when she said goodbye. Yes, yes, I think she was really mad about it. And I think she had a right to be mad about it. I think anybody who walks into somebody's front door and immediately has a tub of water thrown in her face by the hostess... I tripped on Bobby's sailboat. I was carrying the water, trying to get it out of sight. I tripped and the tub just flew out. Oh, no, no. Now, let's start that again. (laughs) It was an accident that it could have happened to anybody. And there's no use crying over spilt water. <laughs> well, Give me a call. here's some dry cloths. Yes. Frankly, I just put the little electric heater on here in the hall. It'll dry the carpet quicker than anything. Yeah, I suppose I've got to do get some of the mm-hmm. water up before it soaks in too much. Why do you suppose the Cranshaws just dropped in? They have never, never done it before. Never. I haven't the slightest idea. As I open the door trying to keep them from seeing Aunt Effie racing upstairs on her bare feet. <laughs> They walk in, and Mrs. Crenshaw just starts to say, we just happened to be in the neighborhood. Wham, you heave the water in her face. And Bobby shrieks with laughter because he thought it was so funny. And, and Bobby kept saying, do it again, Mommy. Yes, which was a big help, I must say. Oh, boy. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I was upstairs. I didn't even know what had happened. When I rushed down, saw Mrs. Crenshaw looking like a drowned rat. Oh, Oh, dear Betsy, go do your homework so you can get to bed. All right. And, Daddy, I like music appreciation nights. They're all as exciting as this. Oh, boy, heaven forbid. All right, all right. Go on now. Do your homework. Do it again, Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. 